2: Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hey there, dudes and dudettes. Time to wax up your boards and go catch the big wave over at the LPN Beach Beach, Blanket blanket, Bingo. bingo. One night only at the Balboa Theater in San Diego, October 20th. Come and check out all of the cool cats and the crazy dogs at LPN. Every show, the entire network, each one pulsating and grinding in front of you for your entertainment pleasure. We're all going to catch the big kahuna, and I'm not talking about that big greasy guy. I'm talking about a wave. Ew, it's seaweed. It's seaweed. Just so you know, it's going to be inside of a theater, so any physical wetness you experience is your own personal body heat or the sweat of one of the performers come and check it out i'm certain if there's a podcast flavor you need on your tongue we got the spoon for it beach blanket bingo baby come on girls let's dance
0: there's no place to escape to this is the last oh, on the left <laughs> right from your that's when the cannibalism started
1: Welcome to the last podcast on The Left Ben hanging out with Henry and Marcus. Today is a special day. We're doing fan Q&A. So we're so excited to read some of your questions. Fuck you. Okay. Wow. How uh, fucking
2: dare you? No, is, no, no I'm, I am excited. Yes, I'm very indeed. excited. We'll no, these bl- are great questions. Thank, really you very,
0: are. thank you very much to everyone who uh, submitted questions. Not of everyone. Course, Okay, not everyone. Thank you yeah. to everyone who submitted good kind, questions. kind and good questions. Yeah,
1: if you Well, have you ever thought if, if teeth were in your butthole, would you guys put the mic on your assholes? Well, you know what? That's a fair question. That yes. is a fair asshole. W- that is would, a the answer, answer is yes.
0: I would say no, because my tongue would need to be in my asshole for it to speak. If I had teeth in my asshole, that really wouldn't do much for speaking. And, and every hey, time if you, you if farted,
1: you had, it, it would just <laughs> go. <laughs> if you had teeth and a tongue in your asshole, if you brush your teeth, do you, do you feel like they would actually get clean?
2: Uh, no. Now that you answered it, let me point out about how factually you're wrong about the answer
0: that you gave, even though it was a joke answer. Did you uh,
1: pronounce teeth correctly? Matt, (laughs) Matt wrote in, how often do you tell each other I love you?
2: Oh, you went straight
1: for that one. (laughs) Yes, because I feel like we need to set the mood with a little bit of Marcus. I love you. I love you. Henry, I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you. So that was once. And I love you, Henry. I love you. Uh, But no, truly, our friend group. Because we are all capable of murder, we do like to say, just so you remember, I love you. And then you follow it up with, and And now we have to go to Indianapolis. (laughs) uh, We actually do all tell each other that we love each other multiple times a week. We love each other very much. That is a fact. It is true. And I say that. Uh, when I do my Q&A's for Hail Yourself, one of the most important things you can do is surround yourself with people that you truly respect and that you are inspired by and that um, enjoy your work and don't put you down and build you up. So, yes, I, I love you. Ain't nothing wrong with saying that. But that is true. We really, especially because a lot of the people we work with,
2: you know, Murder Fist, I've known now for more than half my life. Yes. Uh, 23 the, years. Oh, yeah. We've all known each other probably about 15 years. Yeah. Um, and it's, we are closer. We are more like family than we are like friends, but I don't, we're not like, not Rob. Don't worry. I'm not saying that this is a family because no. it's difficult because I know that's weird when a boss that's, is like, yep. you're like my little cousin. You come sit <laughs> on my knee. It's a company. <laughs> yeah.
0: We never tell our employees that we are like a family here. Do
2: the, do we tell our employees
0: we love
1: them? Yes. Sometimes. I think that's actually a better question. And say, I, Rob, I love you. I like the L word. See some people, yeah, I now, I also understand. Because I feel like perhaps because I do say it so much, has it lost meaning? No, but it has lost meaning in the sense of, like, if someone says, if I say I love you to somebody and someone who never says I love you when they say I love you, I think it carries like a lot of weight. Sure, 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 sure. Um, So I will say from that perspective, maybe it's not like, you know, I don't say it just like once in a while. I say it all the time. Yeah. But I also mean it. Yeah, me too. It doesn't mean I want to have, it doesn't mean I want to get blown by you. Yeah. Rob, no cuz it would be horrible. Rob, yeah. I enjoy you. There so, you which go. Which I can't I'm not going to say
0: I'm not going to say I love you because we don't know each other that well, he, but, but he I will. enjoy
1: you. Boundaries. He's working yeah. up to no, it. No,
2: All right. You no, know, it's so important to tell go. your friends that you love them cuz you never know when one of them is just going to randomly die.
1: So you sure really you don't. <laughs> you really don't. Although you, really, really you don't. can assume that it will be a while. That's why in war torn countries uh, I forget the term, but the Asina uh, Ghaznavi from Fraudsters was telling me in Iran, they have a saying, which is basically means like, I'll see you if you don't die. Like cool. that's their goodbye. It's always like, if I don't see you again, goodbye forever. That's wow. that's happens in war torn places or places every, that are going every, through extreme strife.
2: Every bowling, like meet up, like <laughs> super intense. Yeah, at the end of it, it's just yeah. like, if I
0: don't see you again, if you're blown to pieces,
1: I'll, hmm. okay,
0: see you in the afterlife. For Meat Laser One, if y'all were food, what kind of food would y'all be? Oh, man. Oh, God. I got mine. I got be. One? I'd be a steak and ale pie.
1: Okay. A what? Steak and ale pie. Yeah, I could see A steak it. and ale pie? Yeah. I could definitely. I never heard of that before. I
2: could see myself as a pierogi with a little butthole and a <laughs> in the
1: dick. <laughs> I could see pierogi. I'm going to go pizza because multi multifaceted. You know, get a little bit of cheese, a little sauce, a little bread, Uh, but you can put anything on it. You want to make it savory? You can, obviously, or sweet. You truly can. So I'm gonna go pizza. It's the most diverse of all the foods. Wow! And when I think of diversity, I think of Benjamin Grant. <laughs> yeah, always. I always think of Dwight, uh, six foot seven, uh-huh. in That's a cardigan.
0: cardigan. one percent.
1: Man who never repeats himself. No, never. Absolutely not. Not a pile of catchphrases. No, <laughs> absolutely not. And also, six foot seven does make me unique. i mean, the one percent. That's true. And I have red hair. One wow. percent. Wow. So I'm gonna go pizza. If I had to be anything, also perhaps stuffed crust. You can do so. You have deep dish. Mm-hmm. You have stuffed crust. Sure. You have Chicago style. That's the deep dish. But you have Detroit style. Um, there's so many different kinds of pizza, and uh, I feel like I really run the gamut of what what can't he do? You remember when he said that he's quiet? <laughs> I am quiet in real life. <laughs> you remember yeah. he said that? Yeah. I am yeah. Marcus. Back me up. That you're quiet in real yes. life.
0: You can be. Yes. When he's <laughs> asleep. But when no, he's asleep that's not true. You can't. I mean, I, I will. That's not true. It's an untruth. I will say this. Like, when you know, we've done hundreds of shows together yes. at this point. And when we're backstage before a show. Yes, he can ben, be quiet. Ben actually will go like an hour to an hour and a half without saying a single fucking word. I,
1: that's what I'm saying. In that one aspect. Yeah. <laughs> that is a huge aspect. Am I quieter than Henry? Yeah. Yeah, it's different. I Thank don't say you. I'm quiet.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you don't say you're quiet, but you're not quiet in any way whatsoever. No, I'm not. Yeah. Yes. It's like we took a, a threat when we drove to San Diego Comic-Con, uh, both going there and coming back, there was not a moment of silence in those six hours. We talk- I can have total you silence. Also talk. I you're did. also a talker. Yeah, I am
1: a talker. But Well, you're the most quiet. I, no, you might not be the most I'm the most know. quiet. Marcus can I'm talk. I'm actually the I most quiet. Talk. I'm the most quiet. So I can thank talk you. and talk and talk. Oh, and he really talk. can. He oh, really yeah. can. So I just proved So you just proved my point. Yeah, my I'm wife. the most quiet one out of the three of us. you, mean, you did not you made that point yourself Marcus, and then and made that and a then thing. You, you're the loudest, second loudest,
0: quietest. Actually, I will say that. Yeah, actually, that is true. Yeah,
2: in the terms of us, in terms of (laughs) me, I'm extremely not (laughs) quiet. But what
1: else parameter do I have to go? I'm not, if I was hanging out with Henry Keller, she would win. (laughs) Imagine it's a spectrum, right?
2: Henry, the most extreme. Marcus, just there. They say quiet's over here, right? At the very end of the other end of the spectrum.
1: You're still, like, right there. You're still in the top 25% mile of noise. That's what I have for frame of reference. So within <laughs> ours, within the whole community, you want to spread it out to the whole network. I'm still one of the most quiet. Oh, let me ask you no! this. Let me ask you
0: this though. Yeah. I am. If we move you out of this bubble here, mm-hmm. we put you on a bar stool. Are you the quietest person at the bar? Or it you depends even-
1: if I get inspired. <laughs> because I will sit there for hours and not say anything, but then. When I find, yeah, because if
2: you're not with anybody, it'd be weird if you're like, yeah, I know a story about me. You can
1: make friends really quick. It uh-huh. just depends if you want if you want to make someone smile or cry or. You know, you've
2: made several grown men cry, but tell them
1: that their business is, <laughs> no, is completely no, drying no. up. And they, it's not coming back. They're <laughs> oh. not grown men. They're background actors in their 60s. It's,
0: oh, God, those poor men. Oh, and, they really are. But and no, that, they're working. They're working. Yeah. And that brings us to our next question, which Henry strangely said was controversial.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. Now, now that all of you are living in L.A., who is the most L.A.?
1: Henry. You yeah. like it. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so I like it as well. You will grow a, the most, you People grow more no, accustomed I don't. to it. I'm just, I'm not. I think, yeah, you're the most LA because- I like got a convertible. But you like, yeah. you also enjoy more of the, because you're an actor. Yes, I do. And we could all, I mean, we could all act. It's uh, a skill. Yeah. But you I like, like Mexican
2: food. Well, I like the everyone, weather.
1: We like that. Well, I like yes. the weed. Yes. Like that's all my, that, yeah, these are the things I like. It's all very but LA also, stuff. at some point, you would like to perhaps have a major motion picture role. Of so this is the place to be. Yeah. Not
0: anymore, but it used to be.
1: You wear shorts all the time. I love do shorts. Yeah. Yeah. However,
0: I have made a large amount of my since moving here. Mm-hmm. A large amount of my wardrobe is now hemp.
1: Yeah, he loves. Him. I love hemp. I've become. Him. I'm wearing a hemp shirt right Feel now. Hundred percent hemp. That doesn't it's make like, him more L.A. That definitely seems like more of what a Texan would do if they moved to L.A. Well, <laughs> it does put him more into. The, I think there's
2: something separate between Texas and L.A. It's a Subaru right vibe uh, yes it's way more true. of a subaru yeah. vibe yes yeah but yeah. i
1: will say every place is what you make it so sure. los angeles i think grow if, when if this is my if you're in the arts you got to start in new york yes i do and now I mean, I this think is it's not some, a
2: place to struggle no no, no.
1: you got to start in new york because at this point i think you got to queen wherever poor and artistic people are you go there. You make all your friends there. But now there.
2: they got cooler scenes in other cities. It's not just New York anymore. True. Atlanta's got a great scene for music and
1: uh, comedy. But there is D- something, Detroit. I will say, though, there is something about suffering in New York. Oh, there it makes really you better. Gotta, because you,
0: everyone's suffering there with you. Yes. And
1: you're sweating and you're running. It's and, great for art.
0: Yes, it's it great.
2: is. great. That pressure and that anger and that what that they the pace, it is fantastic for art. you got to keep up. And, and New York is also a place where it's, you know, weirdly, it's kind of more merit-based, especially in the arts world. A little bit. It's way more like New York comedians are uglier and better. L.A. comedians are handsomer and more successful, but they are not as good. That is not just straight across. Yeah, that's across. That's true. The board. Agree
1: and that. then there's something so, about just cutting your teeth and walking. You know, the great thing about New York, whether you're a billionaire or a millionaire or just making, uh, you know, whatever, pierogies in a kitchen, you walk by the same pothole. You walk mm-hmm. by the, Everybody's same, in the same, everyone's basket. together, Yeah, and uh, you learn so much about life and your ability to survive. I agree. Yeah. And so, the
0: one thing about LA that I just, I, I've been here almost a year now, and don't get me wrong, I fucking love it. Oh, I I actually, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Into it. I like the weather a lot more than I thought I would, Yeah, but... Um, it's just nothing can hold a candle to the food in New York. New York and is I, different. You can't. Every, you know what? It's, it's every like day. comparing things to Rome and shit. I, New I, York's the best food in the country. I, I can't. I can't let go of it. I think about yeah. it every day. I, by. Tr- I would
1: actually push back a little bit. I would say well, I actually think Chicago is.
0: Well, you're yeah. Yeah. In Norway, no, well, that's your
1: well,
2: that's,
0: that's your taste. My real real choice is New Orleans.
1: Oh. It's got the best oh,
2: yeah,
0: food New in New New the country. Oh
1: yeah.
2: In terms of restaurants, New Orleans
0: still got. But in terms of just fucking eating, like I just I just need to eat as a person who just needs to eat. That's great. Except
2: for tacos, taco culture, and Mexican food culture in general in oh, L.A. Oh, far better. That's just Far better. But, just, oh, far oh, better, but, but I can't
1: live on Mexican food. But saying? yes, so all Marcus, right, here we go, uh, least L.A., Ben, middle L.A., and Henry, most L.A. Okay, here we go. Here's a more serious one. How do you stay grounded while
2: consuming firsthand information about all these conspiracy theories, and what advice would you give to anyone who wants to go down the University of YouTube hole without falling prey to the radicalization algorithm? Now, I will say, mm. my, I was taught a thing. In high school, right? About this idea of cognitive dissonance and how you're supposed to kind of... How you could hold two ideas in your head at the same time. Mm-hmm. What I like to do, which is kind of in the Robert Anton Wilson school of what he called like across-the-board agnosticism, right? I don't believe in anything too much. Sure. I oh. dabble. I go back and forth. I like to, when I read in conspiracy minds, like a view in a blank, whatever you'd call my fucking process, right? It's that you... I try to imagine how that person views the world from inside their eyeballs and what their frame of reference is and why they think that way and what it is that they're saying. Because a lot of those guys, especially sure. like the conspiracy world is in code. There's a lot of weird shit. And then kind yeah, of see uh, how... Uh, by
1: the way, Jew is, is it's it's code for code. Jew. Code. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I,
2: I just don't hold on to anything too... Like, I seem ideas it sounds for to what me, they are. It sounds yeah.
1: to me like you hold on loosely. And I don't let go. Don't let go. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I agree with that. Where you just,
2: you can read these things. It does not mean that it is real. And then also, no. part of you understanding that it is an algorithm that you within your own behavior is curating is extremely important for you to understand
1: about the, this, what I'd call like internet literacy. My mm-hmm. algorithm, by the way, just got me with a bunch of cow lovers. I, I My algorithm was just a bunch of like- Touching so, cows. T- in the arms of Of the angels, but with cows. I also don't believe that any idea should be, like,
2: you should. No idea is, like, a throwaway idea or destroyable idea. I think that there are things, obviously, except for, like, extreme fascist thought. But it's more like, what can we learn from that thought? Sure.
1: What can you learn? And I go, I talked about this on... uh, serious radio recently with the Maui wildfires. So you can hold multiple things, as Henry said, to be true. So there was a conspiracy that they were started on purpose because the billionaires want to buy up that land. They want to make Maui a smart city. All of that is completely true. And then a couple of different things came out because China does have a space laser, and they showed these two photos. One was of, uh, what appeared to be a laser, and another one was appeared to be a laser. They're both from 2018. Yes. Yeah. One is a space rocket. The other one's a fire in Ohio. Yes, so They're, mm-hmm. they're, flare. they're but making shit up and one hold way. But the thing is, you don't want to have the spurious, the spurious uh, correlation between just because people will benefit off the suffering doesn't mean, doesn't they, mean oh, they caused it. Well, it's yes, not the plan. So that's the
0: same thing with New Orleans, the idea yes. that, you know, uh, real estate
1: developers blew up the levees. It's they same thing with the World Trade Center. No, but yeah. they, However, the sad reality is... Qui bono, people will benefit from yes, human absolutely. suffering. That's just people
0: taking advantage
1: of a crisis. Right.
0: And that's
2: just also conspiracy theory I find as a whole, where we where we, you know, we talk about you know what you can often be attributed to malice, a lot of times you can attribute to incompetency. Yeah. Where it's like, most of the time, these guys are, are are improving as they go, just like any human is, and they just are wired in a way to look for benefits in bad situations. And that's what they do. They analyze these things. That's how they become billionaires. If you don't become a billionaire without the suffering
1: of thousands of people, yeah. Yes. So, of and, course, you have to hold those things to be true, but it doesn't mean you want to throw the baby out with the bathwater.
0: Yeah. I mean, I definitely I live by pretty much three principles when it comes to this whole conspiracy thought thing. One is the biggest one is, of course, never attribute to malice, that which can be explained by either incompetence or stupidity. That's one of them. That's the main one. The yep. second one is Occam's razor, yeah. which is the, the simplest explanation is usually the right explanation. And three, using if-then logic. Using if-then logic is one of I think the most important and one of the most important tools you can have when you look at, say, a huge conspiracy. Look at Pizzagate. You look at if then. If this thing is true, then this other thing has to happen. For
2: as far as I'm concerned, if if, if another country has such superior military technology to ours, it would not be a secret. It would be a very, very public thing like that's uh, why perhaps, i feel like because perhaps, they we, they're going to show and they're going to flex they've spent billions of dollars making this You thing. see that space laser but look at what we did we did it with the atomic bomb and it's no different than anybody else so i think that that's when you get into this idea of like oh these other countries have stuff that we
0: don't have they'd be using them
1: yeah well i think we got the most We got the best. We do have the best. That's what I'm
0: saying. Always think about if, then, because it's also, uh, that's kind of an OCD exercise as well, where you just keep going, and then what would happen, and then what would happen. You just have to keep going through, like, looking at how massive of an apparatus you, these huge conspiracies would need to hide in plain sight in order for them to work, and it just doesn't make any sense and most it, of the time it, is, it makes zero sense whatsoever. And
2: it's not sexy, right? No. I think the audience in the I mean, especially on the internet, you kind of want the sexy answer of it being one side or the other. you yeah. guys I, and I do understand that there's a constant need and like, and obviously in like being central is such a dirty word on the internet these days, but it's important to understand the majority. Of human even the evil ones are center. Yeah, you know, what yeah. I mean? they well, have, they have different things. What they you know, what they do back and forth, like they they react to things in specific idiosyncratic ways. They are still well self preservation, oper- but yeah, but they are yes. still operating within a paradigm. So they, you know, and with course.
0: conspiracy theories, you know, all you can always check to see. Sources, you know, you can always see like, you know, you can do a trust but verify thing, but you can also look and see like, okay, what sources do these people cite? Do they say sources say sources say? Do they say I have heard? A lot of times you'll see. I read
2: this one thing. Yeah,
0: I read this one thing, and the biggest tell is when you see these people sourcing each other yes that's happened a ton in q because they're the they saying
2: the truth in a yeah. way by being like well i've heard people say because they're hearing the same people say the same thing about the same shit yeah. and, and they
0: and they just keep quoting each other and they keep building upon mm-hmm. each other so always watch out for that I've, that's watched the conspiracy theories,
2: yeah, I've watched conspiracy theories about me form in front of my own eyes on the internet well, of <laughs> you, i have a
1: unique you started view one of, of the most nefarious conspiracy conspiracy theories about me Bloodline lime, you fucking—that's called magic, and it's and you no, should that's lean in
2: the... for the advertising fucking additions.
1: To yes, all right. I would say conspiracy and religion go hand in hand when it comes to people that just don't want to live in the chaotic world. No, they the
2: want people. the idea of having
0: something. The answers are more
1: complex, yet yeah, more simple mm-hmm. than you can make them.
0: I did, oh, right. That's what, the man who, uh, that's what the man who coined the term conspiracy theory said is that when man killed God, man had to look for another force in the universe. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. in like 1947. Also, yeah. if
1: you do, uh, I don't know, you know. Not to get woo woo and it's not really about conspiracy, but you know you're on the right path when you start seeing a lot of synchronicities. It happens about four times a year where you're like, all right, things are starting to come together. Oh, sure. And that's not conspiracy. Also, it's important to make go. everybody mad at all at once. Gwen, well, that's just how you do it. Gwyn Powell. What's your number one karaoke song? Uh, Space Oddity by David Bowie. Okay, I'd fucking kill it. Um, it is um,
2: You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman by Aretha Franklin.
1: Beautiful. And I do not do karaoke. If I had to do it, it'd be I'm mighty proud of that ragged old flag. Fly
0: from your grave. correct Texas Pete sauce like you mean it visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration and use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspeete.com
2: the only acceptable reason to interrupt a podcast your dog <coughs> That was your dog saying, thank you for BarkBox. You can take a minute now. You pet your dog. But you're going to learn about Bark. It's a company dedicated to making dogs happy. Yay. Every month, BarkBox decides and delivers a whole new collection of toys and treats just for your best bud. No, Wendy, I can't get you a whip. You're too cute for weapons. Every treat is made with yummy, healthy, all-natural ingredients like pumpkin and sweet potato. Mmm, tubers. My dogs love their toys selectively. But Barkbox sends good little ones for the little tiny mouths. They have little mouths, but strong big spirits. So they fight over the little toys. I imagine they think that they are hunting and going after little bugs and rats. And oh they love their life and they love the they love what Bark Box brings, because Barkbox brings the bark and puts it in a box. Yep. To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com slash L-E-F-T. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you Squarespace for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com left
0: to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Okay. This one's from Kaylee Ferris question oh. for all three. What was your most memorable tour experience?
2: When we went to that, one of my favorite ones, we've had many. Man. We've had really great, fun times. Obviously, Red Rocks was fucking crazy. The Beacon and York Rocks meant a lot awesome. to me. Yeah. Um, uh, but when we were in Dublin and we got to go to that private bar after the show, yeah. where that guy invited us over for the performers from when we performed over there, he and was we, cool. We got to hang out in that cute, like that awesome, like locals only bar. And then we went and got hammered at the fucking pub. That was a great night. That was one of my favorite times.
1: I liked when we had our power outage in Philadelphia. That was crazy. It was the middle of a snowstorm. And for some reason, Philadelphia doesn't plow their streets. And when you don't plow your streets snow melts and uh, that's called water and uh, so the entire city block went out and we had to go and obviously it was sad that we missed the show but we had to go out we had our cell phones and everyone was so unbelievably polite yeah because we had about 600 people especially in in philly yeah and then that night we went to a place called D, D's Corner Bar or something. We just had such a fun little time. Yeah, we're in. So it was town. fun. And then yeah, Philly was uh, Philly's always a good time.
0: Yeah, I got a couple of them. And uh, so one many. of the one of the big ones was like from a, a more recent tour uh, when we did the Pacific Northwest. We were driving from Seattle to. Uh, what was Portland? This, uh, no, not Seattle. To Portland, Vancouver. Uh, nope, not Seattle. Vancouver. Vancouver, the smaller city, Spokane. We were driving, oh, yeah, okay. we were driving. We got to be careful with that pass. Yeah, oh, you're going over dead, the pass. dead
1: man's pass. Well, it well, it was,
0: was like, well, it was the pass. Like we drove uh, over this pass. It was snowing. Uh, we were driving basically through a forest. It was some of the most beautiful snow I've ever seen in my life. I was listening to fucking Kid A the entire time, and I just stared out the window. And just felt so completely and totally at peace. Oh,
1: good! I thought you were shitting bricks. Yeah, I no. thought he was so
2: scared. No, yeah, I, I thought you were a...
1: scared as fuck. That's and then the got... most
2: fun you've had is staring out the window while we were driving. Yeah, we spoke. Yeah, we traveled the whole world. We've <laughs> been all over the world. <laughs> well, we went no, to that's Australia. That's just, even
0: a... that's just one that stands. I mean, there's You're course, just sitting like, in a fucking. I can. We can do that right now. Yeah, I can take you around. But it was a moment. I don't know.
1: I can't. I can't you explain know, a moment. I thought he was having a horrible time.
0: I thought he was scared. No, not at all. I was at. Such total and complete peace. That was a great show. That Spokane show. and that's the thing is that we ended like that. Spokane show was was one of my favorite shows that we've ever done. But I've also got other shows where, like you know, the the first show we did in Chicago with the empty bottle. I mean, Uh, that was was crazy. I don't know if it was the empty bottle. No, it was the place that That was was when we would just make shit up. That was the haunted joint. No, that was the one. The the Metro. The Metro. That's the one I'm talking about. Not the matinee show we did, but the one that we did at the bar next door. I remember it was the first time I ever. That show was the first time. I ever got a true laugh from an audience. And it was the what? one.
1: You got more light. La- you got last before that. Yeah, what? but they
0: were in New York and they didn't count. Yeah, this was when he Whoa. was, when we were doing our monthly show. Yeah. And I
2: remember when Marcus was afraid to go on stage. I remember when he would, yeah. you would go for the. Now you would we can't from the get the him off market? the goddamn stage. Yeah,
0: I was, re- I was very afraid to go on stage, but like I was so nervous and I got like a genuine laugh from the crowd. And that was the first time that I thought, like, okay, I can do this. Yeah, like, I, awesome. I think I can maybe do this. That was, that those was were the magical same, shows. Yeah.
1: Same night, day, we did two shows that day that Malort... Really roared its ugly head into my life. They people love this more. They don't they like it they bit. know what they they're fucking they know what they're fucking doing. Yeah.
0: Of course, Pyro at Red Rocks is incredible. I mean, that was Amazing. incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those
2: poor the poor ADA row. I always think about that. But when like we were hitting that pyro, <laughs> and it was like they put the the ADA row, all these like great people like in the front row, like right? like at Red Rocks. They're like six feet from the stage. Great seats, too. Mm. But like every time the pyro went up, I just watched their faces cook. was
1: <laughs> like, you like think they're weird. Pyro is hot. <laughs> Pyro's hot. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't quite it realize was, how hot it is. Hot.
0: Yeah, Pyro is extraordinarily hot. That was uh, awesome. But yeah, we have traveled all over the world, like shows in Dublin, shows in uh,
1: England. Melbourne, the uh, Cherry Tavern. No, yeah, fucking the Cherry Tavern. Did. That. I have never smelt anything quite like that Cherry Tavern.
0: The show that we did outside of the walls of Strange Ways Prison and the old World War II bomb shelter uh, in Manchester where uh, I had to build the entire stage setup myself and only ate donuts I, I, asked so go, I, I, I asked them to the go i remember the donuts get, i asked them to go get me food and they came back with a dozen dunkin donuts and I'm like what, what the fuck is wrong with you people but the show ended up being incredible they were smoke the lights, lights were all red the we were, crowd within, was incredible we were
1: within earshot of uh of one of the number one most notorious criminals of all time oh yeah yeah, Mr. yeah. was bronson. it bronson was it bronson yeah yeah. Was long was dead, dead yeah by that point
0: bronson, yeah. bronson. But yeah. we've had so many great touring experiences over the years
2: oh i like this is a cool question what is your most impactful psychedelic experience?
1: Ooh, ooh. Uh probably trying to eat uh Peruvian meat in Williamsburg. <laughs> remember Mushroom Summer? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. I'm trying to, I, I that to that cool blo- Peruvian place that was over by Union Hall. Yeah, trying to eat like blood yeah. sausage from it. It was fucking like it, dude. That, that place th- That place is incredible. Yeah, really it was good. really good. Not when you're tripping, though. No. That level of blood meat. Yeah. I like, I mean, um I've only
2: had a couple of eating experiences tripping. And they've all like not been the food that's kind of been secondary.
1: Mm. I can't. I mean, there's just trip, uh, like the first basically time I did Williamsburg. Acid, yeah.
2: For something that acid, someone brought chocolate covered strawberries. And I remember them just growing and moving and shit. And I was just been like, these are bugs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> these yeah. are bugs. Yeah, these are bugs. I think I know a bug or two. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. We always bonded. We always said, honestly, maybe one of the best nights ever was when, other than our little tiff, because I was a little rude to Marcus and I'm sorry. Very rude. A little rude to Marcus, and I'm sorry. Very rude. He was upset. Point counterpoint. <laughs> but then Marcus did save the day by being able to hook up the audio. The sound. Yeah, to yeah. The the no sound. one else. Good. Because everyone was Anyway, let's not rehash it. But that night we we all tripped our fucking nuts off at the uh, at the old theater we used to perform at. What was that the creek? It was and, when we uh, uh, did uh, that? Mo- those mushrooms. Well, we've told
2: this. St- I think I've told this story those multiple fucking times. Messed
1: with me. Those were great.
2: I was, I've told that story, I think, a bunch of times where Murderfist was going to do a set on mushrooms. We going to do an hour-long set, and then this guy said, I'm your hookup. And then he showed up, and there was eight members of Murderfist, and I mean it. He had, like, ten individual mushrooms. We're like, this is not going to do jack shit. And then everyone ate it, and then we lost our
1: fucking mind. You talking about that Creek show? Yes. Yeah, when Trippy,
2: from yeah, that Trippy. Was, yeah, that was the night that I ended up at a bus stop, and then all of a sudden, I I broke oh, away Detroit. from you, everybody. You went away. Yeah, I broke. I went home, and I took off all my clothes, and I turned on the radio, and I turned on the television, oh, and a I, different night I, I turned on the air conditioning. I was watching the wood grain move back and forth, and I was pressing my face against it, to see if I could feel it, like it was waves of water.
0: Wasn't that the night that you uh, asked the Chris Farley uh, painting to at, release me? To release you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I have a, I have a painting of Chris Farley, and I asked it to release me from a shadow,
2: and then I that was it's the night that I did, did a. I was, I thought that I was performing in a hall, like a giant hall. I was tripping. Well, I had a great, I had a
1: great conversation with Jackie Zabrowski that Mm -hmm. night. We realized why we would never date each other. And then we're just like but we love each other, so that was nice. And then I just a lot of great conversations.
0: I think maybe my most impactful one was like the first one because I like it was after like a happy hour, and a buddy of mine's like, "Hey man, I got some mushroom, honey. You want to try it?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah, mushroom I've never done honey. Never done mushrooms before." Whoa. And then we walked to a nearby park. Uh, and right as it was setting in, and like we played in the park for a little while, I played with like this five-year-old kid where we were just screaming at each other, and the the father was like cool enough where he saw like, oh, that's a super high college kid, yeah, yeah, he'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, like, he's it, fine. He's that, fine, yeah, he's fine, yeah. and yeah, then I good. wandered away from the group to a nearby coffee shop, and my buddy Clint was outside, and he's like, hey man, Clint. we're having a we're having a meeting inside, you want to come? I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, man, what's it for? He's like libertarians i'm like let's go fucking talk man <laughs> oh my god and then i walked i walked oh, in amazing. and i, I didn't love it. i didn't take off my sunglasses the whole time i just sat there listening and then i got up and they're like marcus would you like to say anything yes. this is your first time here and i'm like yeah, I got a couple of things to say, and then I just
2: taxes schmaxes.
0: <laughs> is... and I just stood up and did this whole monologue about the oneness of the universe. Yeah, there was like, I wow. mean, the I wish opposite. I could have heard that the opposite of libertarianism, like about no, the, like, yeah, how we're all connected, connected and we need yeah, we know, each other. Yeah, and the, yeah. Uh, and I then, don't think and that the, that's
1: necessarily antithesis to libertarianism well, as long as you don't bring up exactly. As long as you don't bring up the government, then they'll be like, well, now,
0: well, but that's but the cool thing. about right. About is that i had in that moment that is when i had the realization that we are all one and i felt like connected to the universe for the first time in my life and i felt connected to other people i was
1: you connected with libertarians that must have been strong mushrooms i
0: connected with my friend clint he's a beautiful soul absolute yes. beautiful soul uh and then i went home and i did finally because i'd always felt my entire life completely separate from other humans i had never felt connected at all but i finally that after that trip, I nice. did feel connected to people. I went home. I ordered some fucking PJs. Uh, and PJ, I, Papa John's. Papa John's. I put on a Don Ellis record, and then I just saw the fucking purple music come out of my fucking eh. speakers. And then later Whoa. on that night, like I was still like super fucking high. Went and hung out with some friends, climbed some trees, Whoa. and then like by the end of it, I was like, man, drugs are fucking great yeah, yeah that dude. brings
1: me but that reminds me That's of college that really is when yeah. when drugs were fun yeah it was definitely yeah, mean, it was
0: nothing but fun the entire time and yeah, yeah and i came away from it a changed a completely changed
1: human being yeah i yeah. forgot the college tripping days i hid in a bush for a few hours changed my life <laughs> it was man. A really great. i remember
2: movie. laying down between two speakers and then i saw the dude i saw the big lebowski appear before me and mm-hmm. he was trying to explain to me that like information's like not real, like it was like a very long thing. Discs. He showed me the real nature of reality, which was a series of discs. Mm-hmm. It was fucking sweet, dog. Yeah, I don't know what true. I saw. He was explaining to me in that this weirdly other side of me explaining about how, like, you know, a lot of people work really hard and spend years meditating to get to this point, and then there's guys like you that just sort of show up here. No, mm-hmm. well, there That's you nice. go. Yeah.
1: there you go. All right, from EPED twenty three eighty five. If each of you could go back in time to experience a historically significant paranormal event, mm. which one would it be, and why? I actually love this. Um, I would maybe just go with Betty and Barney, my friend. Sure, hang That's out with B and B and just Shoot. see what the <laughs> fuck is going on. You're
2: like on the road. You park on the I'm road. And the same back. Time. You're just you're literally just having a couple of buns, yeah, yeah. sitting in a lawn chair at the exact place where they. Hey, got Betty, Barney,
1: what you guys up to? <laughs>
2: Um Jeff the talking mongoose. Oh, like, wow. I think I'd go back there. I'd go to well, the... What are you going
1: to do with Jeff the talking mongoose? Well, it's
2: more like I'd like to have boots on the ground, be in the neighborhood, be on the Isle of Man when that's happening mm. and going and kind of seeing what's what's going on here.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. I would say the Enfield Poltergeist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's like, a
2: scary I one. My, I got my rag lung.
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> oh, that's like the 40s, isn't it? No, it's the 70s. That's a, so that's relatively recent. Well, that's but it's a, a really thing. sad time to be in the UK, though. Yeah. Well, but I, he loves it.
0: That, oh, I love that. Yeah, UK in the 70s. Because that's the thing is that like I'd be there for the, I'd be one of the paranormal investigators. So at the at night, I'm in 70s London. It's fucking incredible. I think it was London. It would matter. It's a tiny country. I could make it to London whenever I want to. I can make it to Manchester. Right. Yeah, like you I can see all kinds of incredible music at night. Uh, and mm. I'd also, I'd love to know like how much of that story really is true because okay. I, how much of it is, Great. you know, how much of it did they make up? How much of it was embellished? Uh, yeah, I would. But I mean, not just for the uh, paranormal experience, but also for what
1: I would get to experience around the experience. Yeah. Very and then, any, I'm trying to think, we, we've covered like some, uh, some different portals to hell. There was that in the basement there. We got Amityville. Uh, but yeah, Amityville is just a crime like, scene. Yeah, it's a crime I scene. I feel like true crime. Is Isn't that more? It's true crime. It's, it's true, true crime. crime yeah. yeah. With yeah. the little, and then obviously they got a, a whole conjuring here. series out of it. But here we go. Here's a personal one. I like that one. What are your strategies for bringing the heat
2: on on days when you're off and you don't really feel like you're in the mood to joke? I think, the heat. I think that's really interesting because mm-hmm. it's I feel like it's a part of what the job part is. Yeah, it's job. But also, I do get comforted how often I'll show up, you know, like you deal with all of this other bullshit in your life. I do get to do what I absolutely love to do for a living. I get to make jokes. I love making people laugh. It is my life's blood. It's it's my favorite thing. And so I do most of the time, like no matter how I'm feeling, once I'm talking, like once I'm doing (sighs) it, it kind of gets me up out of it. But but also it is, the it is that that's where the job part comes in is that we we talk about all the time when we're on the road, like we're your fun night out. Right, like when you go out to see us on the road, like we're trying to make it be a fun night and have to do this kind of stuff. And so, like, kind of doesn't matter how we feel because no. we got a fucking thing we got to do. That curtain goes up. We got to go out there. and We're gonna Absolutely. make a laugh. When you we got to do, do the, thing. the work. And so th- that's a part of it is a little bit of nutting up, and then some of it is coffee, mm. like a lot of coffee. Yeah. You know?
0: I mean, I've actually, I would say, um, like, when it comes to road shows and tour shows, like. I had some of the best shows of my life when I was absolutely fucking miserable. Always. Like, when I was, like, the most miserable I've been. Hungover. Like, strung out. Yeah, just had absolutely great shows. And with this show, too, it's like, yeah, you know, like, we've, you know, the schedule don't stop for depression. It no. don't stop for uh, for any kind of, like, mental. Long like,
2: COVID. You fucking did an entire last year. You did a whole fucking... Years worth of work. I took a week off, half dying. Yeah, so it's like it's it's amazing what but so like the but Henry,
1: can, He was half living.
2: I <laughs> yeah, I forget. We were working. Yes. You know, like it's a it's a thing. But
0: it, when you come in, like that's the thing. It's like you do like a lot of people say that they listen to the podcasts when they're depressed and it cheers them up. And for me, like I do the podcast when I'm depressed and it cheers me up. Yes. Like it makes me like it's laughing about. Dark shit, like super dark shit, yes. gets like, me out of it. Like it, it helps. Like oh, no. it, it helps us just as much as it helps you. And making- Natalie always, Natalie loves the joke because I always do the. But doctor,
2: I am pagliaccio <laughs> You know, like that. what yes. <laughs> Punchline, do it all the time. Yeah. Yes,
1: making people laugh makes you feel good. This is our job, and we're very lucky, as Henry said, to have the job. We love the job. And uh, we try not to bring our personal bullshit into it too much because we never do. Because, <laughs> we do uh, never well, not do. not the real stuff, not the physical ailments and everything. I had a fucking <laughs> I had two ear infections last year. Yeah, I thought I was gonna did. die. Yeah, yeah. yeah but you my fucking, arms you, didn't work. Yeah, you fucked yourself up last year. But um,
2: last you know, year was kind of an intentional job, for
1: us. But it is our job as performers to we're trying to make you happy. Trying to make you get through this existence, and you help us get through this existence as well. Ah, this is from Austin Hemstad. What would y'all change your names to if you were aliens? Ah, man, that's a tough one because what kind Beverly of D'Angelo. Ooh, that's <laughs> nice. Yeah, <laughs> look at those beautiful breasts. The Sentinel. Holy shit, check out that fucking oh, movie. That oh, they're going to change to The Sentinel. The uh, Sentinel for aliens, but Sentinels are not aliens, right? Those mm-hmm. are just, those are non-human it's biologics.
0: Mm-hmm. You no, know,
1: they're not demons. Yeah, I believe in The Sentinel. No, demons. The Sentinel, but I'm talking about, I'm talking to X-Men. They're robots. You're talking about they're robots, yeah.
0: They're just robots. They're, they're robots. robots, yeah. They're yeah. robots, yeah. Um, I don't created know properly, the, Marcus. Created by robots. They're robots. Robots, yeah, robots. created Marcus. by the Master Mold. Alien name. Uh, I would use some variation of my own name. Just uh, I would just scramble up the last name, reverse the first one. Sucram Prax. That's actually very good. <laughs>
2: very good indeed. That's actually very good. <laughs> very good. i just be an alien name. Beverly D'Angelo.
1: <laughs> Beverly D'Angelo, and then... Uh, you know, you always got the fun names, the the blorbers, the glorblers, the uh maybe uh well blothar. Well that's from Guar. Yeah. You could take yeah. that. You, could be be
2: blothar. you, blothar. you, you can, can be, be Flo-Bar. inspired by Guar. You can be Flow Bar.
1: Flow Bar is fun. Um, uh Flow
2: Bar is actually booked on Fridays and Saturdays. It's actually really hard to get
1: into Flow Bar, so <laughs> don't even bring it up. Yeah, don't even bring it up. I don't know. Maybe I'll just be like the old I'll be the the big wet green one. That'll be kind of fun. The big, wet, green one. Big, big, big wet, green one. <laughs> green one. Come on Have you over seen the big, wet, green one? Yeah, honestly, yeah.
2: I just saw him. Um, he's all over the place.
1: Yeah, big, um, wet, green one. You should watch him play red light, green light. He always goes on red. Here, yeah. I like
2: this one. All right, after all the horrible things you've read and talked about, do you think people are mostly good? Or mostly
1: evil or bad. I think people are mostly good, and that's why when they do evil, it stands out. That's what makes air quotes news. When you open the door for someone and you have enough exchange, it doesn't make the news. But you do that if you actually pay attention to how. But if you rip the door off and then you hit the woman with a Mm yay. But for the most part, considering just how, again, self interested human beings are by nature and self protective, for the most part, we're doing pretty good to even have a society Mm. because we are. We are trigger happy.
2: Oh yeah, I traveling the country is really indicative. Except
1: for in Oklahoma City. Yeah, I mean that place. (laughs) I don't know why it's all. It's not. It's trouble. To the good people of Oklahoma City, our fans in
2: Oklahoma City, move
0: to Tulsa. Trust me, y'all. It's a large large swath of the country like Oklahoma City is just a part of a very very large swath of the country that is very aggressive I wouldn't say that
1: they were I wouldn't say that they're evil I would just say that sometimes isolated and maybe a little scared traveling the country
2: I find that you'd be surprised most people again are in the center most people, I think my break my my actual number breakdown percentage wise is I think that sixty five percent of human beings are absolutely normal and good and just walk around just trying to live their fucking lives and they are they are it is the majority of people yeah, that I are vaguely so, vaguely like they are open to other people they just don't give a shit they just don't really care. they don't care they're they're just working on their own lives.
0: Well, I think good and evil like that's way too binary. Yeah. I, I think what it is, is that like yeah the majority of people are like if you just kind of put a binary choice, like good are people who don't murder and evil are people who do murder. Like, I think... Well, instead, it's, wh- it's majorly the people are good, but I would say it's like 15%
2: are good, 15% are evil, 70% are normal.
0: I think most people need to be taught how to not be mean. Like, sure. I think most people need to be taught how to be civil.
2: It's a thing that you should well, yeah, have, get from your parents. You learn growing yeah. up, yeah, like, but a lot I, of them don't.
0: Yeah, a lot of them don't. That's not un- Unfortunately, days. yeah, these days, unfortunately, yeah, we don't really teach like ethics and morals a whole lot and that's part of the reason why Americans are so fucking mean read a great uh, article in the Atlantic about it
1: yeah I don't know know if the the Atlantic I don't think the Atlantic really covered Um, Um, I I don't don't think the Pacific that said (laughs) I'm an answer (laughs) but no it
0: is true Americans are the meanest people need to be taught how to be not mean I truly believe Canadians are the meanest I, well, they're passive-aggressive. That's the meanest. They're passive-aggressive. But it's not just Americans, you know. It's a, a lot of people. It's just uh, morals and ethics. Just We just aren't necessarily taught as much how to be nice to each other and how you're supposed to treat each other how you're supposed to have a friendship how you're supposed to treat your neighbor all that type of shit we do need to be i don't humans are social creatures but i don't believe that we're humans we are hyper socialized right now yeah i don't i don't believe that humans know how to be in a large society like we're social but we're not societal you know well, what i mean well, like it's- we have to we depend on each other right. but we have to be taught how to live a 21st century lifestyle. This is not natural. Cities are not natural for humans.
2: See, I still feel like it's not about the cities. It's about the it's about the social media and how we're just not supposed to know what everybody's thinking at all times. No, it's we're just, not.
1: they're just not helping. We got that it's superpower not helping, though. No, no, no we're, we're all helping. Professor X. Yes. Yeah, it's just not, not supposed, helping.
0: We're not supposed to know what everybody's thinking at all times. But I do think Oh, that, I like this one. But
2: Kissel's correct that a lot of the reason why that there is this meanness is that I do think a lot of it is fear. I think a oh, lot yeah. of it is people are afraid. It's weird times. They don't know what to do. And so the fear is a, and what I've learned in therapy is that for me, somebody like me, anger is a much safer emotion for me to experience sure. than other emotions. And so that rage is actually much more easily accessible for some of these people and they give it to their kids. They, they, yeah. they push it down the line and yeah. I'm hoping that there be some kind of reversal of that, with the new younger age because maybe then they can have some perspective like they can look at us and be like whoa because they can kind of see the broad spectrum of like cuz we're the the millennials are like the truly like one of the last generations to to go from we talked about this with our special guest next week we talked a little bit about this
1: about the this this concept going from analog to digital yes
2: and how like our childhood as people born in the mid, i 1984. My childhood was a lot closer to the childhood of kids in the 1600s than it is now. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. exactly, it's a completely different world. So maybe the younger generation can kind of maybe have some more like perspective of time and distance. Well, yeah. I'm not sure
1: about all that. Let's go to Jay Ledbetter. I actually like this one. What paranormal experience would you most like to inflict on each other? I don't. I'm not. I'm inflict is it? It implies nefarious. But honestly, I would love for you to see an alien. I think Kissel Although, needs to get abducted. Yeah. Oh.
2: Kissel needs to get
1: abducted. I don't want to be abducted, buddy. Buddy. Space babes. Think about it though. You would be so because you're so. I don't like, even think they'll be able to. No, I don't. I don't think they want like, me. You're both like.
2: You're both like highly agitatable, But also, you can like kind of. I could see you getting picked up by aliens, and I could actually see you freaking in. out. But I definitely think you can be like. You don't well, want. Hey, it. I think that you actually would have a more like accepting experience of the abduction than I, even I would. I have. I wanted a, to give this to you. You don't want to be abducted? You Not abducted. I want to see an alien because abduction is different. I actually, I think, respond to a someone trying to take my control harder than you do because you have had to like let God take the wheel a bunch of different times. It just comes to your size. Like Sometimes you have to arrive and be like, I don't know if they'll let me in there.
1: Oftentimes they don't. Alright, so you want me to be abducted. Marcus, I would like for you... To, um, I just feel like it has to be cryptid related. I knew you would. Yeah, but is that accurate? I would like to see cryptid, yes. Because you love nature. You know a lot about animals. And I know you love like the chupacabra and all these things. But maybe just the revelation of which cryptids are real, which ones aren't. And you get to hang out with a Bigfoot, a See, Vietti. that would be
0: incredible. Thanks, yeah. it would be awesome. That's what but I would then like. And it to would go, also and be go very... to visit
1: them in their natural habitat. Yes, because also, that's there's something very human about that. Once yeah. you meet, if you truly did, again, look, the platypus was a cryptid, yeah. then they're like, nah, she's real. So you would just be like the Jane Goodall of the cryptid world. Thank you.
2: Yes. Yeah, I could see that. And yeah, uh,
1: yeah I guess I'll be abducted, and then I guess you get to go and uh, hang out with ghosts. I'll see a ghost. I wouldn't mind ghosts. I've seen an orb. Yeah. I kind of like the idea of just having a bunch of ghosts around. I you do. I do I, I know <laughs> you don't. You don't, you don't you have much choice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just not. I'm not so scared of the ghost. I exorcists. If they. If it's a true exorcism, that would be fucking scary as shit. Yeah. I would like um, to put
2: Marcus on, because you know they're saying now that. So one of the big things with the whistleblower, mm-hmm. and the, it's like that. Again, if 1% of what he's saying is true, it could open up a Crush. lot of possibilities. So they've been talking about, that what if there is a real exchange program between us and some other race, Ooh. some other alien race? I'd see you doing that. Oh, absolutely. I'm a I very, could see I you can put, see put you over to the other I'm side. I'm a very
0: adaptable person.
2: And it's a 12-year shift. Yeah. Yeah, So I you go 12 that. years on an alien planet, mm-hmm. and then you come back. Sounds fantastic.
1: It's much like that video game I'm playing. I'd love it. High on life. I want to play this game honestly it is really funny it's very funny so whoever made it congratulations right from your
2: this show is sponsored by better help it says here i have to talk about something i need to get off my chest and i guess i can share it here i i eat mayonnaise for fun it's a hobby of mine and it's an addiction and it's a daily weight on my life how much i need whipped egg whites, and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up, and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com last lastpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! helpcom dot com slash last pod. How many platforms do I work on? So many platforms. Can you believe it? Google Docs. Work on that. Very complicated. Lots of different things going out. Clickety-clack, right? Slack. Same things to my employees. All, my, all my, my main dolders walking around here. I make sure it changes cluck to the word I meant for it to say to everyone, but I try to say not curse words on Slack. What am I supposed to do about it? But Grammarly doesn't fix curse words, does it? Because Grammarly's too good for it. It's too classy. It's, Grammarly is an AI writing partner that helps you get work done faster with high quality writing. Because better writing means a stronger impact. The pen is mightier than the sword. Except when the sword is in the room. 96% of Grammarly users report that Grammarly helps them craft more impactful writing and suggestions based on your audience goals and context. Can you believe it? and data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly. It's in its guts. All right, so Grammarly's great. Use it. I use it. I love its gentle harassment of my writing style because it does help me because sometimes my thumbs are faster than my eyeballs. Don't quote me on that. Get AI writing support that works where you work. Sign up and download for free at Grammarly.com podcast. That's grammarl dot
0: podcast. Easier said, done. Hey! Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply.
2: All right, I got a good one. Hey, let me. Uh, they'll post to you guys. Since we're already on Aliens, you look at this. Do you guys honestly think... We will get some form of alien disclosure within the next 10 years. Other than a flying saucer landing on the White House lawn, what would it take for mainstream media to actually cover it? We are seeing them cover it. I'll yeah. be at least say that they are covering it. They're
1: covering it. Um, yeah, I, uh, believe, I don't think so. I believe. Yes. I think that we're going to actually have uh, physical evidence at some point. It's just uh, seems like they're gearing us up for it. And to be honest, Everything has come so fast with the new AI digital era that we live in. Might as well just add it to the fucking pile. I feel like everyone at this point is really open because I think everyone is just like, what is this new world? You say
2: open. I think it's way more everybody's extremely distracted and they don't care because there's a lot of other shit going on. I do feel like that they could come out and say... That UFOs are real, then aliens are real, and people would not give an a remote That's shit. That's what I'm
1: saying. I, like, I think that that means that they're technically ready.
2: Yes, I think that we might get something like that. I don't know because you know, again, I'm in this conspiracy theory corner here, where I was like, oh, so now I'm supposed to believe this, cl- the secret object
1: retrieval group within the Pentagon. Oh, that guy. Oh, there's. A th- I'm going to believe them. Well, but what about the fact that Elon Musk sent that stupid ass fucking Tesla to space and then it's out of our atmosphere now? That's just so I'm not maybe not an alien, but we'll get some fucking tangible shit. Maybe I because someone's just that is just going to land on some dumb fucking planet somewhere. Yeah,
0: I don't think that it's ever going to have nothing will ever hit with people worldwide as far as aliens go until it affects their personal life of course That's the only thing that will ever make people give a shit about aliens is that if you have to take a different route to go to work because there's a fucking ufo you then, then you will care then you will care or if you have if something in your personal life changes because of ufos or aliens or whatever then you will care until then no one's gonna give a fuck they're gonna go hey Man, that's crazy! And then they're aliens, literally going right? to be like, aliens
2: oh. are taking our jabs. They're yeah. taking they're their jabs. We're going to see that weird shit. I feel like there's going to be a whole thing of alien racism. Uh, I think that there's that. I mean, who knows? There's, I, I like, don't. Nine. These, was these aliens better
1: guess. not be racist. I'll tell you one thing: they're going to learn the hard way if they come in here and they're racist. They're well, going to get canceled. we are going to get canceled very, very quickly. I
2: did see one fleeting question to try to ask me how what nail down what I actually believe. And my problem is that again, I'm in the school of Robert Anton Wilson. I don't. I believe in everything and i don't believe in everything i believe that things can be entertained you pick them up and you let them go as for my actual core belief i think that you know number one is it's is it uh egotistical to think that we're the only living creatures in the universe absolutely sure that's one thing with it but the biological side of it Mm. thing is though that brings me to if they are biological and they can't arrive here physically we are fucked I think that that's actually really bad for us as mm. a human being, as a, as an animal. I think it's very bad for us. So I hope that they are only, they are biologically real and they are very, very, very far away. And that what we are actually experiencing is some form of other form of transport. I believe that they send well, like orbs, or if it's real, if again, Biological, separate all altogether. It's just nuts and bolts. They're sending mm. recon things from another part of the world to check us out and look at us. Maybe decide we're not worth it. We're out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Maybe we're part of some, because they say that we might be a part of a binary star system that we haven't seen the other star yet. Mm. It's that far out. It's supposed to come in and out. And maybe we're just some podunk, dumb shit part of the universe that they don't want to come to. So maybe there's that. Or are they waiting? Or something, or you know, I'm, I was watching this thing about the Homo n- uh, naledi, oh. which was a race of of ape like creatures three hundred and fifty thousand years ago that were burying their dead, which was a hundred thousand years before the first recorded Homo sapien burial that we have found. So they're also David Grush, part of what his wrestle-blowing is saying that the the Grays might have been genetically manipulating life here. Since the very beginning, I don't know. I don't well, fucking all know. All right, they
1: got you going. But they got you going. But that's one
2: side of it. But then the other side of well, it. Well, let's just
1: stick with that. Was that now. it's
2: fully a psychic phenomenon? Which yeah. is, I again, yeah. I think that if it's as re- if it's real to you, it's real. So it I don't even really remember matter. the
1: question. <laughs> now I don't remember <laughs> the question. Will
0: you actually get alien disclosure within the next ten years? Yes. And will the media cut? Co- well, will it take for the mainstream media yeah. to cover it? They'll and cover it, it. And it really is. It's like got to become a personal interest uh, yeah. story.
1: All right, my last one is, what would your childhood selves think of your current self slash career slash life? Um, I think overall, I would say that this was my plan. Um, and overall, I think he would be happy. And It looks like you're reading a script, like you're at, you're being kidnapped. <laughs> no, I think overall, because <laughs> yeah, because he went through a lot of stuff. It was a lot of rough years there. And so, yeah, I think overall, pretty happy. If you got to see, because, you know,
2: I think that little me would be extremely excited, and then I just also explained there's a lot that comes with the life, but it's a fun-ass life.
1: Yeah,
0: extraordinarily uh, surprised. Uh, and happy. Um I mean but you knew, I knew you were know. gonna do broadcasting.
1: I knew we, we I all know. knew I that did. we were gonna yeah. oh I didn't know I at all you didn't think to do so? this. no when
0: I was a no when I was a kid I had no idea what I was gonna do. I well I thought I was gonna be a writer when I was a kid, which is of course I oh, also, you are one which I am a writer. Um but yeah broadcasting I didn't get into but that wasn't something that I even considered a possibility until yeah. I saw a flyer for the college radio
1: station KTXT when I, I was eighteen. At six I think I said I wanted to do comedy.
2: Yeah I wanted to do comedy really young. No I mean little me would be absolutely thrilled yeah it's yeah, but just I, more little just me explaining also,
1: that little me just being like but you do know it's like weirdly also highly stressful but it's also well that's good you want to stress out little you know. yeah you always do that's i mean good. i already was but also i had different ideas i mean it was like set as snl the movies oh yeah and then radio you know i always loved radio also yeah I figured to be doing um there's no plan b for any of us no so there was no fucking option because technically i I don't, if I don't care, I can't do it. I have no other skills.
0: I mean, I would be ecstatic. I mean, because I would have my only three goals, my only goals in life, which would be number one, not be in Rochester, Texas. Did like, it? Like, number one. Done. Why? That was number one. That Why? was a number two, have a job that I don't hate. Done. Done. Huge. You know, and, you know, have, you know, friends that I love yeah, and that's the a only wife thing. that I love. And, yeah. You know, and a, a, fucking massive record collection, and a little device that gives me comic books, movies books and pornography oh, and it's this fucking thick so f- that's incredible Natalie, that's incredible if you were to show if you were to show a fucking ipad to 14 year old me <laughs> i would lose my fucking mind that's yeah,
2: the thing it's just stuff like that but like if i showed little me how big my tv is <laughs> yeah it's like, be like, that's what would impress yeah. little me Here's it's, oh not, my all God, the, it's not everything else it's literally like if i showed him my television he'd be like you got a television that big? It's no, like, yeah. TV. No, it would just
0: I would hand myself little things like here's a device in which you can access almost every movie ever made, almost every TV show yep. ever made, what? almost every comic ever published and an endless supply of pornography mm. that is free, every book that's ever been published, everything is in this little tiny thing uh and uh, all you got to do is charge it up and yeah. it's here's forever.
1: Maybe the only thing that I would be missing is like just kind of like sex bots. Yeah, you wish you had but, full. But sex you could get a sex bot. Yeah, but I'm talking like a human. Yeah, oh. he wants one
2: that talks and moves. Oh, okay. See, I remember yeah, I asked like a Net- partner. Natalie and I asked. Oh, <laughs> he wants somebody, somebody close. Yeah. I asked Natalie. I was like, "So, what do you ever envision? Like, when you were little, did you envision what your future husband would be like?" And Why she's would like, you do that? But she said a bunch of like nice things. She was like, "You know, I was, you know, when I thought, you know, I thought that he'd be like." Oh, we'd be smarter and like take care of himself and do what he, you know, like, you know, have th- things that he believed in. And she's like, what did you think? And I was like, you know, little me only ever was like, Hope she's hot.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That's all I had. There
0: you go. I That's That's all
2: I had as a kid. Yeah. yeah. I all just right. wanted
0: someone who um, I could get along with that liked the same things that I did, and I got that. Yep. That's me. Well, isn't that nice?
1: <laughs> and Marcus, your final question.
0: Uh, my final question is, have you had any funny or unexpected reactions to your career from extended family or strangers? They're all
1: like, what? yeah now you do what you know nice thing is once you buy your parents a fucking house um they love it <laughs> they're like oh what's this whole six 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 man? that's fun um so yeah they i think i get a lot of men. i got yes people are very shocked i know yeah.
2: that my mom ran into some people that knew me from high school i remember like talking they're like you know like it's just incredible he goes out there and he meets he says all those horrible things and he just makes money doing that, I guess, right? And she, she's like, yes, yes, that's what he does. Yes, it's his character. Mm-hmm. It's his character that he plays. It's not him. Yeah. And then I was just like, you know, which is the, I've been telling her for years. That's, you know, it's separate. We, you know, obviously it's like, you know, she, she knows. But um, it is interesting because then they're all like, well, I'm glad because we didn't know what else he'd do. Oh, yeah, <laughs> my parents thought it was all. They also, there was, uh, uh, definitely other people. My mom always, my mom gave me the very high uh, Polish-Italian, like, deeply embedded misogyny about how men are able to do whatever they want you know that style Mm -hmm. but like when it comes to this it really was like uh, he better be able to do that because that all he does is not pay attention to class
1: i I wanted to be an actor i'm too big to be an actor so you got to figure out some stuff yeah everyone back
0: in texas you know when i'd tell them what they or they all know now what i do uh and every time i seem like oh we always knew you were gonna do something weird you know, like, yeah, that's like they, nice. They, or they say like it's you know, un, unconventional, or you know, and that was when I was uh, you know leaving Texas. They were like, yeah, you know, we love you, but yeah, you need to go. You need, you need to, to go. like you don't yeah. belong here. You if, don't I mean, belong in yeah, Rochester, Texas. Dad, know, I don't belong it. in Texas. Uh, well, I think general.
1: the number one thing that we all share is our mothers all supported us, and we used to do the shoestring players when I was being homeschooled. Uh, my, and, my mom did mm-hmm. throw up when she love... saw
2: *Murder Fest and she wasn't really into all, yeah, all that. Yeah, my mom does. That's, that's yeah. also, but that's what I believe in the axiom of do art like your parents are dead.
1: Yes, <laughs> because also you got that's what separate this you can't do it every day that's no. why it's special no my mom loves what we do your, like mom, she, loves like your she, mom loves it your mom loves it well she actually my she, mom loves it now yeah
0: definitely yeah. but your well, mom yeah, loves it yeah but she it. actually like listens every week she actually sent me a series yeah. of pictures to show to you guys uh of an owl that got caught in a, like an a snake was attacking an owl got caught in a snare and a series of pictures of you know the owl getting um you know removed that's and cool. you know in the snake yeah. and it she's, was like, cool. she's like she's like why don't you go ahead and show those to Ben and Henry? They'll like those. They did. And we, and we, and they I do like yeah, them. They it loved them.
1: Very cool. Yeah, very and cool. Uh, and, yeah. The, and the owl's okay. I got it. Oh, good. I got a DM from a friend recently saying, you know, you always you always have the vision and it's coming true. So that's good.
0: I just love doing
2: it's the just, damn show. I don't want to keep do. doing the show until doing we're all the fucking skeletons. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. All yeah. right. Well, thank you so much for these questions, y'all. Guys, thank, thank you. you guys for
2: listening over the years. It's really been, uh, we love it. We're still fucking... It's crazy. Like yeah. you're thinking about like putting together this after you know it's twelve years putting together the second half of our year of 13. like shows, like 13, 13 years, holy years shit. thirteen
1: it's, years.
2: But then there's something about it. Like it doesn't leave. Like I'm still just as into it. Yeah. Like I love doing the process of Although putting I have together to the show, man.
1: Uh, so much murder, man. I got my buddy is staying with me, and holy, every time I walk into the kitchen. And then their mother beat him See, with, with like a pan. i still
2: like that though.
1: I yeah. listen yeah. to no, all but of I'm true just crime. like, what? I said, oh, that ain't good. But I have a hard time. I will say I have become slightly desensitized to the voice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To yeah, the yeah, true that. crime voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then. And then. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. before yeah. it'd be like, and then what? And now it's just like, and then. You know, I'd be like, like yeah, oh. yeah, I
2: know. We know. Get, you on get with him, it. Keith Morrison. Where did they bury the bodies? Mm-hmm. We-
1: Keith Morrison, what an icon! I love him. No. I love
2: him. But yeah, I, I'm still like that. Yeah, if, man. Natalie and I are both. Good lord, like what the sounds! If you could just hear the sounds, because between Natalie, what she researches for spun, and then now she got all into the cop. Body cam footage. I'm watching that shit now too. I get really it's into brutal. watching kids. Can- watching headache. Karen's <laughs> get dragged around by cops is actually pretty satisfying. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
1: okay. Police brutality. you I'm here for it. Oh God. <laughs> no, it's just the but I like
2: the other thing. I like I just like all true crime. Watch now I watch trials.
1: Yeah. I trial. sit and
2: watch you hours of trial footage. car T V
1: can be very soothing. I've been into interrogation videos also. You just learn a lot about people. Well, you learn
2: to fucking keep your fucking mouth shut and call a goddamn lawyer. It's an interesting... And put law- your hands up. Put your hands up. Say nothing. Get in the car. Don't fight against the man. Get in there. Call the lawyer immediately. That's all you got to do. So
1: just surrender to the police. Then thing. it
2: literally surrenders to the police, and then work it out after the fact.
0: You're gonna and you're gonna save yourself a lot of time in the long run. You really are. You and really a lot are. of not
2: getting your ankles chained together and your head bashed against the fucking window and well, shit. Yeah, I none don't of us.
0: Know. Are, none of us are doing anything that's gonna get us taken
1: to a black site. I like, don't know but yet. We behind. don't know. We simply don't know we don't know all right well thank you all so much for listening and yes hail yourselves everyone and be safe out there and um just be thankful that we're not none of us never never if keith morrison is doing a vo of your life something has gone horribly wrong No. yes and so make
2: sure it never happens yeah just make sure you don't end up as a subject on our show
1: yeah absolutely unless you find an alien Great. Proof of a ghost. we've said that. We've said that. That's 100%. We'll say that again.
2: Remember? Because I've had several people who were like, I'll kill. I'll kill many to get on the show. We won't cover you if you're a fan and you're killing. We're not going to cover you in a heavy hitter, just so you know. But if you find an alien or if you have any carcass of anything good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we've lowered it from alien to ghost to any carcass. Any
2: interesting
1: carcass. Any Uh,
0: interesting non-human carcass. Non-human carcass.
1: Great. Okay, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hail Satan. Lucas You still
0: out oh, there. Oh, yeah. Hail me. Or no, that's not hail me. That's him. Hail Gein. He Geen. says hail me. Yeah, you, say wow. it, yeah. you
1: haven't said hail Gein in a while. Oh, I say it every single week. Yeah, he does. He says it every week. No, time. you actually missed it a couple of times. I say it every week. Do Did I? You? No, you Rob, didn't do it. Well, you edit. He says
2: it. He says it. He I, I say it. Edits. Yeah, I say it. I mean,
0: I'm a little tired of saying it at this point.
2: You shouldn't, though, but in the end, but it's...
0: I got to say it. You have to say are we gonna change? No. After all these years? No, I'm not gonna be that. I'm not gonna be that person so, uh, I, I, that you know, changes. I want to try a different artistic direction. It's like no, no, no. It's like I certain has yeah. gotta stay the same. They do. They, do you think Metallica always likes playing Master of Puppets?
1: Not all the time. You know. I don't think they like playing any other songs anymore. Well,
2: I, th- I know that James Hetfield's stage fright is getting worse and worse.
1: <sighs> it's terrible.
2: You're some kind of monster. I watch it. I the algorithm. They He's always like, send me pictures of him smoking just, his little cigar. I, I
1: watched an interview with now this is a we're still going, but it's fine. I watched an interview with the lead singer of I believe it was Megad not Megadeth. It was one of those other ones. Not Dave Dave Mustaine? No, it was the other guy that's from another band and Metallica wouldn't tour with him. And then he was like, It's cause Metallica knows our audience would beat the fuck out of their audience. Oh, and but then I think they're all the same audience. They're all
2: basically the same audience for the yeah. most part. Slayer?
1: Yeah. Mm.
2: Yeah, they might have just not gotten along.
1: I think they hated each other. I think
2: that they were both not easy.
1: Yeah, I think at so. At the time. I agree. I
2: think so now, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They've only gotten more difficult. Yeah. I actually kind of prefer when they were drinking and destroying shit. Now it's I all, know. like, psychological.
0: Complicated mm. people. Very. people, absolutely. too. Absolutely. As are we.
1: As are all me. right,
0: bye. bye. I'm a person.
2: I'm a I'm a man. <laughs> This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.
0: This is Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast, the promo... And in 30 seconds, I'm going to tell you why you
2: should check out the show. I, the host, Scott Augerman, have a lighthearted conversation with famous celebrities like John Hamm, Allison Williams, Phoebe Bridgers, Bob Odenkirk, just to name a few. Things go a little off the rails when different eccentric characters drop by to be interviewed as well. Each week is a blend of conversations and character work from your favorite comedians as well as some new hilarious voices. Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast. Listen every Monday wherever you get your podcasts.